Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today is day eight of Bible study. Woohoo! And today we're going to be reading about how Jesus heals people in need. So we're going to start on Matthew 8, so book of Matthew, chapter 8, through chapter 9, verse 8. And let's start today with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you so much for all that you do for all of us. Thank you for your wisdom, for communicating, um, for our communication, for our ability to communicate with one another, to connect, um, to help expand your kingdom. Today, please open our eyes and help us to read and see and gain the knowledge that you want us to and make it so we gain the knowledge that you want us to share as well. Thank you, God. And please bless my listeners. Um, Please bless this podcast. And amen. All right, guys. I have some crazy energy today. Um, I didn't sleep well last night at all. And I just, I have energy for some reason. It's like, you know, when you... um, don't get any sleep and then you still like get adrenaline and you still have energy and you're kind of like sweating. I feel like I'm sweating. I don't know. I'm here though. I'm here for it. Um, I love this reading that we're going to do today and let's dive right in. So Matthew 8, starting on verse 1. Jesus cleanses a leper. So you guys, we had read in Luke 4, 23 through 27, we had talked about a leper. And when I looked up the description of what a leper was, I said it was, uh, I looked it up and it said something like, let's see, hold on, I have to get to it. A leper, a person who is avoided or rejected by others for moral or social reasons. But that is actually not what it means in the Bible. What it really means is a chronic, curable, infectious disease, mainly causing skin lesions and nerve damage. And people thought that it was caused due to sin. So in the Bible, um, people want to be healed by Jesus when they have le- when they have le- leprosy, bec- um, when they're a leper, they have leprosy. And um, because it's a sign that they have sinned um, or they're very sinful. And so when Jesus heals them, takes the demons out of them, helps them to stop sinning, their skin gets better and um, they, they're healed. They become healthy. So I thought that was very interesting. And I just, it's great. Okay. When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you, are will- if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleaned. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Jesus heals a centurion's 
servant. So a centurion is the commander of a, of a century in the ancient Roman army. Now when re- oh, <laughs> sorry guys. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, "Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented." And Jesus said to him, "I will come and heal him." And the centurion answered and said, "Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed, for I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to the one, go. And he says, and to another, come. And he said, and geez. and I say to, to this one, go. And he goes. And to another, comes. And he comes. And to my servant, do this. And he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who, said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So gnashing is like grinding of teeth. But wow, wow. Do you hear this? That he is saying that you are man. This centurion guy, he is man. And he has servants where he says, you go and he go, they go. And you say, you come, he, they come. And you say, do, you know, do this and do that. And they do this and they do that. And God's saying, I do not, I cannot even find that kind of faith. And how amazing, like we will, uh, serve man and we will worship man. Um, but we will not, not everyone will worship, um, God and Jesus, you know, the ones who created us, the ones who want to give us life. Uh, we, it's so easy to end up worshiping someone else or something else. Um, but to worship the one who gives us life, you know, it's, it's astonishing and sad. You know, he says here, I have not found such great faith. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Peter's mother-in-law healed. Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. Many healed in the evening. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were dead demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. So infirmity is a physical or mental weakness. So Jesus took their physical and mental weaknesses and bore their sicknesses. So bore, I couldn't find an exact definition for it, but I read an article, um, the Joseph Prince Ministries site, and it means physical healing. So yeah, he took away their physical and mental weakness and physically healed them. The cost of disciples. And when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. Then a certain scribe came and said to him, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. So this part, what I'm about to read, I also didn't understand. So I did some research and I found out that scribes, 
back then they um were like middle class they had uh they had some money they, they you know they probably had a home and and had what they needed they were able to provide for themselves um and remember, Jesus was basically homeless. Like he was staying at people's places when they would let him. But uh, he basically is homeless. So, and G- so he says, the scribe says, "Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go." And Jesus said to him, "Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head." So he's, what he's saying is, foxes have homes, birds have homes. I don't have a home. Like, are you willing to leave? your home to follow me on my journey or this journey, um, where I, we, where we won't have a home. We're not going to have a place to lay our head at night. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. So from what I researched, what that means is follow me and the dead doesn't mean like don't literally let dead people bury dead people because obviously dead people are dead. Like, you know, this isn't Game of Thrones. Like no no one's coming back from the dead except, of course, Jesus. But um, what they're saying is dead as in people that are not alive, people that do not have the Holy Spirit. So let the people that are not believers bury the people that are dead. Wind and wave, obey Jesus. Now, when he got into a boat, his disciples followed him, and suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. But he said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? Two demon-possessed men healed. When he had come to the other side, to the country, to the Gergesons, these met there met him two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs exceedingly fierce so that no one could pass that way. And suddenly they cried out saying, what have we do with you, Jesus, you son of God? Have you come here to torment us because the t- before the time? Now a good way off from there where I heard of many swine feeding, so swine or pigs. So the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go. So when they had come out, they went to the herd of swine, and suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently down the deep place into the sea and perched into the water. Then those who kept them fled, and they, they went away into the city and told every everything including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they begged him to depart from their region. Jesus forgives and heals a paralytic. So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. And at once, some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemous. So what that means, blasphemous, is um, speak disrespectfully about God or sacred things. So they're saying, like, this man that you just healed, he speaks disrespectfully about God 
Um, and then Jesus, knowing their thoughts, so he knows everyone's thoughts, says, why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, arise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And he rose and departed to his house. Like, how crazy is that? He, what he's saying is, you, yes, okay, sure, this man did speak disrespectfully of um, God, but he has been forgiven. So that means you need to forgive him too. Like, God forgives you. God forgives him. You need to forgive other people. So that's why it's so important to forgive others. You know, God forgives us. Before we have been saved, we were probably sinning a lot. We're probably doing a lot of things that God didn't want us to do, and he forgives us. So we need to forgive each other. Now, when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God who had given such power to men. I think this was a great reading. I think all the readings are great. I know I keep saying that it's a great reading. It's a great reading, but I think they're all great. And I'm learning so much and I feel so much more connected to God really studying the Bible. Like I've read parts of the Bible, but really sitting down, studying it, figuring out the words. Like I said before, I can be lazy sometimes and be like, oh, I know that word, whatever. And then I look, I've been looking up the words and I'm like, oh, like I did not know that word. Like I was reading that totally wrong. And sometimes I don't understand things and I look them up and I love being able to share this information with you guys. I hope it's helping you become stronger in your faith. It's definitely helping me become stronger in my faith. And if you guys have any questions, if you guys want to send me an email, if you want to talk to me about the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, if you have a story to tell or information to share or whatever, um, please contact me at createyourearthlife at yahoo.com and check out my merch. If you go to createyourearthlife.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, click on merch, brings you to my Etsy shop and I have um, items on there that share the word of God. So um, there's a mug on there that says fueled by Jesus and tea. And I can make one that says fueled by Jesus and coffee if you would like. But um, I just drink tea and I see so many ones with coffee. So I was like, this is unique. I like this. Um, But I can definitely make a different one. If you guys have a request of a different mug or a different shirt, um, I can definitely do that. So check it out. All purchases help support the podcast. And I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.